the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here. On the words, 6.30 a.m. Can you imagine them putting me in amongst a bunch of preachers? Man, I tell you what, I don't know. I better do a better job than normal. How's that? Hey, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, let this day be a great day. Let everyone learn and grow and be productive and be the best person they can be. Help them to uh, open their eyes to what's going on in the world and not live by the world, but live by the word. And ask this all in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Hey, everybody, I was, you know, I, I get in the Bible every day, and uh, I run across Psalms 12, and we're going to discuss this a little bit, because I'm going to tell you, it seems, David wrote it 3,000 years ago, I don't know, a long, long time ago, and it's amazing, really amazing to me that Psalms 12 fits the world today. I mean, 3,000 years ago, David wrote this. 3,000 years ago, he was... Maybe society hadn't changed much. It's just that we didn't have cars back there. Maybe it was camels, that, camel salesmen or something like that, or maybe cart salesmen. I don't know what it was, but, you know, I know that um, I work at Cornerstone. I'm a concierge, and I, I work the door on Stone Oak side, and I get people excited about coming to church because I want them to be excited about how wonderful life is. Uh, but if we're in debtor's prison, if we're in a bad situation, that hinders our, our growth. That hinders our joy and peace. And, you know, in Psalms 12 starts out, it says, Help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. You know, you have commit. You make commitments. Do you stay with that commitment? Uh, do you want? I mean, we give our word, but is our word good anymore? The second line on that says, "Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race." Are you loyal to anybody? Are you loyal to the Lord? Are you loyal to your family members? Who are you loyal to? Are you loyal to yourself? I mean, I was an expert in selfishness. I did a real good job in that. But I mean, who are we loyal to? And you know, and who do we who do we love? Do you love somebody for sure? I mean, do you, if you love somebody, do you bury them? Do you take all available money out of them? Do you you try to make too much money on them? Do you are you fair? You, you know, we got to make money. Car dealers got to make money. Oh, I forgot to give the phone number, Barry, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Give us a call. Love to talk to you. Doesn't matter what it is. So, but who are you loyal to? Who, you know, the commitment, uh, you know, uh, I love what I do, or I don't, I don't commit. I love working at Cornerstone Church. I love the business I'm in, but I mean the Lord's blessed me with this all those years. Hello, Greg. He's from Michigan, uh, and that's Facebook Live, Randy Adams. If you'd like to watch watch our show live, and so, but who are you loyal to? Who are you trying to impress? And the second verse says, "Everyone lies to their neighbor; they flatter with their lips." but harbor deception in their hearts. Do you lie to your neighbor? I mean, I talked to a gentleman the other day that told us that, 
oh, man, I got this great deal on this truck. And he told us how cheap it was. And then we found out it, he didn't tell the truth. He lied about it. it was, who is he trying to impress? Who is he trying to make feel right about the situation? I mean, he was lying to us, and it didn't matter. It don't matter what somebody gives for a car. I mean, I've got a good friend of mine. Good morning, Johnny. I've got a good friend of mine who bought a car, and she's in the car business, kind of. And she said, I know you're going to get on me because I didn't call you. You know, I know that you're going to get on me for not having the opportunity to help. And so, but I didn't. I said, hey, it's what's past is past. You made that decision. Hello, Fred. You made that decision, not me. You know, maybe I could have saved you a little money. Maybe not. I don't know. I, it's when, when the past is past, you don't have to worry about it. But why lie about it? Why lie to our neighbors? Why do we get in that habit? Is it the norm now? I mean, you know, I know that this scripture, this Psalms 12, hit me because it reminds me of car salespeople. Good morning, Brett. And so car salespeople... You know, sometimes the owners and the managers make the salespeople lie. Sometimes the salespeople lie because they need to make the sales, and and they're trained that way. But, I mean, have we got to the business? You know, I explained that back in the 60s and 70s when I got in the business, I felt like 90% of the people told the truth. Now I think 90% of the people lie. I mean, they'll tell people anything. In order to get it done, they will falsify your credit. They'll falsify your job time. I mean, they'll do anything to get the best advantage over you and over the lender. I mean, I don't understand these lenders. Yeah, they want to lend money. Yeah, they want to, you know, but indirect lending, they, they put that money out cheaper than an individual can get it from them. Cheaper than that. Hello, Bob. And so if they're working that hard to get it that much cheaper, you know, why don't they give it to the customer? You know, it's, I think there's there's bound to be some credit unions and banks interested in sponsoring my show. I, won't, I would want my customer to have the truth, know the truth, open eyes, open-minded, and making better decisions. Everyone, in second verse, everyone lies to their neighbor. Well, is the neighbor the person walking into the car lot? They flatter them with their lips. They flatter them. They tell them whatever it takes to build them up, make them think that they're a friend. And are they really friends? I don't think so. You don't don't treat friends that way. And you know what the old saying in the car business is? You got to make money on your friends because your enemies don't come around. Hello, Donnie Montgomery. And so... We want to make money. Yes, you need to make money. And and a car's worth what it's worth. And, you know, you get what it's worth. But lots of times dealers try to get way too much. And that's part of, hello, Greg, that's part of the new system that has to do with, with Carfax. Carfax, cars are not worth as much because there's a past history on it. But dealers are now looking for those bad Carfax. Uh, five years ago, nobody wanted bad Carfax. Hello, Retta. Nobody wanted car- bad Carfaxes. And now there's dealers looking for them because they know that they can, you know, buy them two, three, four thousand cheaper. In fact, there was a Mercedes floating around uh, a couple of weeks ago that was 15,000 cheaper than the market because it had airbag deployed. And I've got a car that had a little bitty hit that has an airbag deployed and it's super cheap but you know it was a light hit. it didn't even it doesn't even look like it had any body damage but it hit the bumper right way and deployed the airbags and so people are taking advantage they're flattering people oh it was a minor hit don't worry about it and i agree but don't pay full retail price for it because it's not worth that because it's got the bad Carfax. There's dealers that go to the auction to buy bad Carfaxes and then they they sell them at above retail. And so they, you know, then they'll make 5 or 6,000 on you. The only problem is if you decide to get rid of it soon, you've got that 
I, I told you, I think, about a lady that came out of Houston that was born and raised in New Brunswick. Her mother lives in New Brunswick. And she called me about a Highlander. And her mother brought her a new Highlander because her Highlander was causing her problems. You know, and so this dealer was harboring deception in his heart because what he did, old Chad, he got a Carfax and got finally found a number, that, uh VIN number, that showed no accidents, and he showed the lady the Carfax with no accidents on it. And she bought the vehicle. Well, she thought it had never been in an accident, but she had so many problems with it. Her mother could afford it. She bought her a new one. She brought me the used one, and she told me, she said, no, it's never been in an accident. Well, we pulled up the Carfax on it, and it showed where it had been hit, and I pointed it out to her because, she, hello, Sean, she believes it so well. And I bought the car for, uh, from her. I still bought it. Why did I buy it? Because, you know, it it's still got value. It's just not worth as much because it had two accidents on it. Two accidents hurt bad. I'm sorry. One accident hurts a little. Two accidents hurt bad. But you want to deal with somebody that will tell you the truth. We got dealers got to make money. I got to make money. We just don't want you to get ripped off. You you need to know exactly what you're doing, how you walk into a deal, how you understand a deal, you know. And it's just like I can get you a new Ford Chevrolet Dodge Jeep uh, Cadillac Lincoln from uh, Covert Auto Group that I've been dealing with for forty years, and they sponsor my shows. Why they sponsor my shows is because they know if you didn't do it right, you know how to do it right, and they do it right, you'll buy from them. And there's dealers that way out there. There's people out there that will tell you the truth and, and treat you right. They don't harbor deception in their hearts. But you've got to know who they are. You've got to understand the four square. You've got to understand the add-ons. You've got to understand what your interest rate should be. You deserve it. Oh, Matt, you deserve the right interest rate because you've worked hard, you've kept your credit up, and and you want to keep your score up as high as you can so you can get the interest rate as low as you can. Hello, Herschel, and so uh, and Joe, and so we want you to know exactly what's going on because not everyone lies to their neighbor, but David three thousand years ago was stating that everyone lies to their neighbor. They flatter, they flatter with their lips but they harbor deception with their hearts. May the Lord silence all flattering lips and every boastful tongue. That's That goes on. But, you know, the problem with a lot of these dealerships that take advantage, uh, you you bet, Herschel, you'll love dealing. I, she's the best real estate lady I know. You'll, you're going to love dealing with her. And I've got the best body shop with George Laredo. I've got I deal with the best people, and he, and I've been blessed with that. And so, but you know, boastful tongues. It's, that's car dealers. They brag about how much money they make. They never do no wrong. They know it all. Hello, Fernand. And and so they they know it all. They boast a lot. You get around car dealers, and I'm going to tell you, pride, and, and I stated this with one of the top people with Mannheim Auctions. We were talking about the number one ingredient in, in uh, we see in a car dealer, and it's pride. I'm telling you, the pride just flows out of them. They hey excuses. They build, their, their excuses is building a tower uh, that protects them, but it's on the way of building a tire that'll fail because they are so prideful and know it all and boastful. And that's part of this car business. I mean, I make mistakes. I know what's going on, but there was a day when I was full of pride, greed, and selfishness before I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I see the road I was going down, the wrong road. And But here we go again. I was so prideful. I thought I was doing it right and the right way to do it. And it wasn't the right way to do it. And so those who say, by our tongues we will prevail— that's the language they use. That's the education they use. That's what they're doing. They're prevailing. They're selling you on saying, hey, hello, Vincent, I love you. I'm your friend. I'm going to take care of you. I got the best deal. But we sell on emotions. I was, I'm was. i a golf coach also. I've trained some. I like beginners, and I help, I've got a system that helps beginners get a golf swing. And so I, I saw my son. 
having emotional problems on the golf course yesterday. And I was thinking, our emotions control so many thoughts, so many decisions, uh, ever, everything that's going in our life. Don't live on emotions. Hey, live on the Word. Live on common sense. O- open your eyes and understand what you're doing. Give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Also, uh, get pen and paper to write down my phone number where you can call me anytime, get options, information. Hey, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, right now, I'm buying a lot of 450 and 554 diesels, some with high miles, some with low miles. Uh, I'm, sending, I'm sending one uh, 450 Dodge down to McAllen, it looks like, Monday or Tuesday. So, I mean, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It doesn't matter what it is. I just bought a 19 Dodge truck. Uh, just bought a 28 Chevy pickup. If you want a Chevrolet, a 28 Chevy pickup in pieces, it's all it looks like it's all there. I got a Model A restored Model A truck, of uh, 29, and I got a 50 O's. So I buy anything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Bought a lot of Corollas and Camrys lately because I like those cars. And so, but I want you to make hello, Randy Evans. Oh, and Mike, I want you to make the right decisions on what you want to buy. I want you to walk through it. I want you to understand it. But I want you to understand the system so well. But be prepared. Be on guard, you know, because those who say by their tongues will prevail, our lips will defend us. Hey, we've always got that answer. We can always explain to you what, oh, it's not my fault. It's the market's fault. It's not my fault. It's the bank's fault. It's not my fault. It's your credit. They always have the excuses. Excuses. I mean, you know, do you live by excuses? Hey, car dealers do. We got every excuse. You come up, we've got every answer. You ask us a question, we'll come up with the answer with some kind of excuse. And, you know, that's what it is. It's because, you know, who is Lord over you? Money, profit, love for people, kindness, grace. You know, we want grace, but do we give grace to people? We want Mercy, do we give mercy to people? You know, let's be fair. Let's tell the truth. Let's do it right. Yes, we got to make money, but we don't have to rip people off. We don't have to lie to them. Let's do it right. You know, because the poor are plundered and the needy groan. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. You get somebody with bad credit, woo, mercy. Besides the twenty six percent interest, but I got to I got to bring it up again, folks. Everybody, all the car dealers tell me, keep telling everybody how bad title loans are. Three hundred and thirty percent interest. You can't overcome that. Make sure you tell everybody not to do a title loan. Hey, and here we go again. Our House of Representatives and our Senators of Texas. Make it legal in Texas. You outlaws, we vote you in, and you let. These people rob the poor people, you know, and they brag on their on their advertisement. I got my title back with so and so baloney. The odds of that are almost none. You don't get your title back, and in six weeks you pay back more than you barred. That's the worst investment in the world. Car dealers all tell me said we see this every day, and the auctions sell hundreds of those in Texas every week. I mean, San Antonio, I've seen it where it's been 250 in one week so because they repo so many people and they make so much money. Don't do a title loan. And then and then the people are groaning because of the 26% interest. And let me tell you a story. Now, this happened to me, and I can verify this. One of my good radio listeners, sister and a good friend, went to buy a car. And she had 3000 down. And she, and she knew her credit was bad but she had three thousand down she'd been working hard and saving the money she wanted to buy a good vehicle well they find a vehicle and it's not that good but anyway it's 7900 and they they look at this car and they study it and it's got some issues and the dealer's promising to fix them and this that and the other and on the way over my friend's sister told her said hey uh we need to go talk to Randy Adams. We got to, you got to, Randy's got systems. He he knows what to do. And, you know, and you got 3000 down. And he says, if you got 3000 down, you need to buy you a good car at a good price and make sure they don't rip you off. 
And so she's telling her this whole time, well, they get over there and they see this car and it's got some issues. Well, they tell the salesman, hey, we're going to go and talk to Randy Adams. The salesman from 7,900 drops the car down to 2,500 because they wanted all that $3,000 of money. I had a owner, that, and this dealership rips people off. I had an owner, and, and Facebook's going to get to see this, uh, an owner of a big-time dealership two years ago, squat down like a duck and did his hands like this and said, talk, 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 you're not hurting us. Evidently, I'm starting to make a difference. I'm starting to get the word out. I'm starting to get where people understand what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be your mentor. I'm trying to teach you the right way of what's going on. and I, t- I tell you, yep, it, it's, it happens. And Donnie put on Facebook about a, a situation. It happens, and it happens so much. It's unbelievable. And rent-to-own's even worse. You think buy here, pay here is bad. Rent-to-own's even worse. I had some people come in the other day, been paying on a car forever, and I said, what's the interest rate? Looked like the interest rate to me was 100%. If not, it was awful close. It was rent to own, and it looked like they were never going to pay for that car. You got to watch out what you're doing. You got to see, look at the whole process, what it's going to cost, what you, what you're studying. You know, and and the the poor people, because the poor are plundered and the needy groan. We got to have transportation. They need transportation. But take your your income tax check that's coming in. That's your money, not government free money. Hello, Brian. And and take your money and make the right purchase. I told and, and let me finish that story with those two ladies. She her grandfather calls her and says, Hey, uh, I've got a car, I don't drive anymore. I'm gonna give it to you. So he gave her a car uh to to drive. He said, I'm gonna give you the title, you transfer it in your name, keep your money. Hello, Mike. Keep your money. And so this lady Avoided a trap. It sounded like that car had some issues. She and they dropped it from seventy nine hundred to twenty five hundred because she mentioned that she was going to talk to me. I, there's car dealers. I got a lot of car dealers listening to my to my. I've been successful. Why? Because I try to treat people right. I try to understand what I can do. But I want somebody I can face in six months from now. I'm going to tell a story about a guy that is one of the managers, big-time managers, evidently, because he oversees a lot of stores at HEB. Yeah, and and I'm going to, you know, explain to you what he had to say and what was going through. Hello, Paul Hurst from Albuquerque, and, and went to high school with him. And so, but I'm going to explain to you what this guy at HEB, this manager of HEB, uh, and what we talked about. He's got a truck that I'm trying to trade for, and I've got a Corvette he's interested in. And so there's a lot of possibilities that we're working on, but I'm always working on options and possibilities. You know, right now I've got a 65 Ford pickup that we're putting back together. I've got uh, my buddy's got a 68 Mustang that we're helping him sell it. And so if you want a 68 Mustang convertible red, it's a cool car, give me a call. My phone number is 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. And so we're going to finish up on on Psalms 12 because it keeps going. It's, it's so true today. And that pertains, I'm going to put this in my next book. I'm finishing up the second. This will be in the third book that pertains today. What's going on in the car business that you can find? It's in the Word of God, and it follows the Word of God, and it was 3,000 years ago, and it's still same today. Are we telling the truth? Are we taking advantage of the poor? What are we doing? Are we, are we treating them fair? It gets back, like I say, you know, we need to make money. Car dealers need to make money. What's fair? What percentage is fair? When is it fair when we can take advantage of them? I mean, we all got education. We all good at something. What are you good at? Take that talent. Understand what your budget is. Understand what you can afford. What will fit your budget? What will fit your lifestyle? 
had a cop made a call to a new car dealer owner the other day. We were dealing on something, and I called him to let him to get make him an offer on the vehicle he was trying to trade for. He come to find out, he was his heart's he's having a he's got seven blocked arteries. I didn't know we had that many going to our heart, but he's going to have at least triple bypass. We don't know what happens tomorrow. I didn't know what happened tomorrow. What happened to me in December of eighteen. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, look us up on Facebook, Randy Adams uh, on Facebook. Tell, hey, call somebody, tell somebody, give us a call or give us a call here, 210 340 9585. That's 210 340 9585. And I'm going to give my phone number out a couple of times because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. And if you got a company, I'll buy all your trucks. We're working on a deal right now with 2,000 trucks a year a company wants to sell. And I hope that deal comes through because I'd like to have them. And they need to get rid of them. And the situation they're in is not working, but they're, they're talking to me about it. God bless you, San Antonio. And call somebody. Let's be, let's be a difference in somebody's life. Let's be the best person we can be. We'll be right back. Hey, God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Hey, tell t- uh, 20 people I want to buy their car, their truck, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, be sure and tune in to our radio stations. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. We have uh, Carlos on. Hello, Carlos. This is Randy Adams. How you doing? I hope you're feeling good. I know you've been a little under weather. Good morning, Mr. Randy. First, thank you to the radio station. Say hi to all the listeners. And uh, I was listening to all your programs since you start. You know, I know you're a little busy. I hope everything you have is much better and everything is good in your family. It is. Thank you. No, let me ask you. Uh, we we do what you tell us to do. We went to a new car store dealer on I-10 and Callahan, a Ford dealer. And later we went to New Brunswick, the place you're coming from, from your town. And we went to this Ford dealer, and we tell him, Randy Aramsenos, and they do so nice. Because they know you. Uh, <laughs> oh, they, all of them know me. I've dealt with them all. Hey, at 56 years, you get around. I mean, that's just in business. I'm 71. And it's, it's funny because these girls and this guy, we was over there, and I said, well, we come see our cars, you know, chopping around in the way you tell us. And we were sitting and suddenly he said, who sent you here? We go, well, Mr. Randy Adams, I don't know if we know him. And he said, yeah, Mr. Randy Adams is here, is here and forever. Okay, that's good. That you three, you Not forever, nice but everything. 56 years, how's that? Yeah, well, that, that's the expression of the salesman. Yeah. And the girls say, we have to meet this guy anytime we can introduce it to you. Very funny because they're super nice. They give us, you, thanks for you and the service they give us. We tell him straight, we come from the new car stores to do a shopping around, no? Something happened in the other new car store. You was talking well, about we got to buy new cars. Store. I mean, there's not enough nice cars around. I'm paying dearly top dollar right now for for nice anything under a hundred thousand miles really under a hundred and twenty thousand miles i'm going after a uh a mountaineer a mercury mountaineer that i'm gonna hope to sell to one of my account managers at uh another radio station for her twin daughters and i'm going after that next week i'm gonna plan i'm gonna start meeting people if you want to meet me and get an offer on your vehicle uh, at the radio station, we're right at the airport on John's Jones Marsburger and Ramsey, and I'm gonna I get off the out of the building at 10:05, and I'm gonna be here for 30 to 45, maybe an hour, uh, meeting my listeners and also uh, trying to buy their car or tell them what it's worth. We're gonna start that next week because this week I'm going to Bernie to pick up that Mountaineer. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. This Mountaineer's an 06, but the people had a little fender bender, and it's got some damage on it. And I buy cars damaged. I buy bad motors, bad transmissions. I bought a a uh, diesel Chevrolet that's coming my way with a bad fuel system. The people didn't change their fuel filters enough, and the fuel system got contaminated, and, and it's about a, a $10,000 fix. Wow. 
Mr. Randy, we had the question you were talking about. Yeah. Carfax, in the dealer on I-10, you know, what's something you just mentioned? Uh, you said, well, can you have the Carfax? And suddenly, they said, well, we have the auto check. You know, I don't check no that well. Well, auto, is, auto, auto check's fine, too. You know, none of them's perfect. They make mistakes. They, you know, the people in, in putting the stuff in will make a mistake. But it, you know, if if there, lots of times you need to really look over the car, and make sure it hadn't been in an accident, because there's a lot of cars down in the valley that um, they don't claim on the insurance when they have accidents, and they get them fixed, and the quality of the paint and body work down there is not as good as up here. What I say, sir, in the auto uh, Carfax was good, but the, the called the auto chair was with the accident. And the guy said, well, let's get this car. When they, they're moving from the towing, they hit it below. And they go, well, that's good or that's bad. And he said, no, that is no problem. You know, we don't hit it. We want to check the car. Bro, I don't understand that, you know, about the auto chair. If one say one thing and the Carfax say other thing, which one we have to put attention, sir? Well, you know, it's. I guess it's good to have both of them. Most people only have one, and I have Carfax right now. But you know, if you need a, if you have any doubts, if you can get a body shop guy or a guy that's worked body shops to like to take a look at the car, and it, and if there's an accident on it, it's not worth full retail price. It hurts it. Uh, hello, David and Dominic and Richard and Rick. Uh, you know, so you you got to look at every situation. There's a million different situations, a million different. There's a million different body shops, if you probably noticed. And some of them do excellent work and some don't. And uh, I think George Laredo's is as good as there is around, and I've got uh, several others that I use. And so, you know, you've, you've got to just look at the vehicle, weigh it up, Understand who you're dealing with. Maybe look look and find out what their reputation is. See if there's any issues with them. You know, it's hard to please everybody, and you can't please everybody. And, you know, but there's a track record long enough, uh, and I may get a chance to talk to an HEB executive, and I had a conversation the other day, and he had walked into a dealership, and uh, I knew the dealership well because I, I worked with them for two years, and that was pure misery, but I'd made a, my, I gave my word to a guy that I would help them. And uh, that two years was miserable. I learned a lot. Uh, but this guy walked into that dealership, and he could feel the, the spirit in there, and he knew that he didn't want to do business with them. And him and his buddy walked out. But, you know, it's that number one that proved to me this man – had the spirit of the Lord with him. He had the Holy Spirit with him, and he could feel that evil spirit in there, you know. And then I explained to him most of that stuff was on consignment, that he beats up the customer that puts it on consignment. He takes advantage of them, and he gets all the money. <coughs> I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, a friend of mine wanted to sell me a, uh, and this was five or six years ago, a Mustang Fastback. And uh, he... Uh, said that Randy I want you to buy it and I said I'll give 26,000 for it. He said no and I know the exact figure because uh it was a real it was a car I really wanted. And he said no I I want 30,000 for the car. And so he said uh, I need to sell the car. My wife's pregnant. I need the money. I need a bigger vehicle. I got uh twins coming. And I said, "Well, okay." I said, but 26 is all I can give. He said, well, I got a dealer that says he can sell it and get me 30. I said, well, great. Take it to him. That's fine. I didn't know who it was. Well, it was this dealer that, that he took it to. So anyway, you know, two months go by, and he hadn't sold it. So he calls him and tells him, he says, hey, I can get you 26000 for your car, and that's all I can get, and uh, I'm going to make the guy's going to give me 500 above that. Well, that was a lie because he sold it for 33000 And so how this deal went down was is that he ran into the guy that bought the car in San Antonio and said, hey, I got a couple of parts that uh, I have for that car I'd like to give you, but I ought to charge you because you stole that car and you didn't pay enough, in my opinion. And the guy said, I paid 33000 for it, and this was, you know, it might have been more than six years ago. He said, "No, you didn't. You you paid twenty six five. He said, "No, I paid thirty three thousand for it." So he caught the dealer in a lie. But that dealer works people that way, and I know that for a fact. 
he brags about making 50000 at antique auctions, and uh, he's bragged of that to me and several other people. That he brings other people's cars there, and he makes 50000 on it. And, you know, and so there's you got to watch out who you're dealing with and what's going on and understand, you know, look at their track record, look at what how they present themselves and, and, and study what you're doing. Don't make quick decisions. Pray about it. Look at it. Do your research. A little research saves you a little money. A lot of research will save you a lot of money. And, uh, you know, but there's good dealers out there and there's bad dealers. You just got to see which one weighs up the best for you and and know what fits your budget and your lifestyle. And the, the point is, Mr. Randy, uh, he, he wants to give us a better price because when they unload the, the, the car or the vehicle from the trailer, they hit it below. How good is to buy something he wants to go very low, and he says he's not worried about to see when they hit it below. Well, it, well uh, I, that brings up something else, Carlos. That brings up the all the uh, guru, uh, true car. All these guys are computer people. They're not car people. And I think that they cause some people not to buy a car because they see averages. They see cars that, you know, they don't know. They see sales reports. And these sales reports don't report uh, been in an accident, airbag deployed, uh, salvage title, flood titles, this, that, and the other. And that average is bringing down. But if you've got a low-mile, super nice car, Guru will say it's not a great deal when it's that car's worth 2000 more than the average car. Okay. And so you've got to look at the car, understand the market, and understand these computer people are not experts in the car business. Yes, they get sales reports. You know, and I love what we have. All dealers have, you know, some type of, of auto check and, and uh, Carfax. But we also have Mannheim MMR. That's market report. And that's what the car sells for to dealers. So that's the real figure on a car, except here we go again. you got to look at the grade, see if it's been in an accident, see what kind of condition it is, what the miles are. That's the real market. But these computer people who said we're the best, and then it's just like Costco. You know, Costco, they charge a lot of money for dealers to be on Costco. Well, everybody thinks it's going to be the best price. Well, I beat Costco's price on new Ford, Chevrolet, Dodges, Jeep, Cadillac, and Lincolns every time. We beat them and beat them bad. Why? Because the dealer has to pay them a lot of money. There's the other guy on radio that's on the big stations. He charges 6000 to 8000 a month for a dealer to be on his radio show. Well, those people have to make more money to pay for that advertisement. So he don't care if you're good, bad, or ugly. I've even got a date wrote down somewhere that he stated. A lady called in and said, those people ripped me off. He said, well, you wasn't one of my customers. You know, he said, they don't rip off my customers. She said, I was. I was a VIP customer, and they ripped me off. I found out that I paid 8000 more than somebody else, and he took her off line. You know, but... You know, it costs money. If your overhead's high, you got to make more money. If your overhead's high, you got to charge more money. And that that's the key to this business. Nobody, you know, and that's why I've I've subleased half my lot out. My overhead is so cheap, it's unbelievable. And then I'm still buying and selling and selling to my regular customers. And so, you know, we're getting the people I'm leasing to are getting people financed. I don't want to finance. I can't get financed. Uh, they they got all the connections. They know all the the ways of, of doing it, and they do it right. And we're pricing cars right, and and that's the key, you know. But our overhead due to them and us sharing that lot has got our overhead down, great, and uh, for both of us. And that's the key. What can what will it cost you to be in business? What does it cost to do business? You know, and then. The advantage I've got, I've got all the holes. I've got all the connections. I know where to buy. I know where the market is. I live, breathe, and eat this this business. And I stay on top of it. Other question very fast. They, they're asking me, when you buy a car, you finance the car and everything, you're approved, you're driving the car. Well, if you have the money next week to pay the whole loan, that you know, the, the people finance the right. car, 
they have to charge you the interest. No, they, they shouldn't charge the interest because that interest goes on the time of the loan. And they should okay. de- they should take the there should be a ta- a payoff of that day, exactly. you know. And okay. and if they're charging you full amount of interest, the OCC will come down there and slap their hand if they catch them. But it, you know, it depends on how many times you get. I've had the OCC check me over the last forty years, probably thirty times at least, and they've never caught me with a violation. We we follow the law laws and the rules. Right, but I've had I've had dealers in this town that've been in business for twenty years that still don't know the laws. I've recommended to the state, and I've I did this in my Austin shows when I had I was on in an Austin station for three years. I think every salesperson, every buyer in the car business should have a license. They ought to have a four-hour education class every year and a small bond. It wouldn't cost a whole lot of money to do all of that, but let's clean our business up, you know. And, and this Psalms 12 that that I come across is so true 3,000 years ago that David stated, and it falls in line today. I mean, you know, the last last number eight says, who freely strut about when when what is vile is honored by the human race. What is not good is honored by the human race. We have become the normal in lying. We have become the normal in cheating people. We have become the normal of taking advantage of people. And we tell them we love them, but do we love them? We tell them we care about them, and that we act like we're experts. We know exactly what we're talking about. And yes, you can afford it. Yes, this is all you got to do is make that easy payment. But man, they come too often and they're too long. I mean, we're talking about going to 10 year notes. That's what the manufacturers are worried about. If they go to 10 year notes, nobody will be wanting to buy new cars. They'll be tied to this note forever. And so. You've got to understand exactly what you're doing. You've got to understand who you're talking to. You've got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. You've got to pray about it. You've got to start early. Don't just jump up on a Saturday morning and say, hey, we're going to go buy a car. Big deal. You know, no research, no work, no effort. And then you get ripped completely off. And so if you're paying a note off, they're supposed to take the interest off. That's That's the key, you know. And and like I stated in Psalms uh, twelve uh, four, because the poor are plundered and the needy groan. But the, here's the problem: think about all the people that owe too much money on their car. I see it every day because they make the purchases and they don't realize you're paying thirty six thousand for a new vehicle that's going to be worth four to five thousand in five years from now. And that's if you take care of it, and that's if you don't put too many miles on it. I mean, I'm standing at the auction the other day, and they run two late model BMWs through there, trying to get four thousand a piece. How'd you like to bend that forty thousand dollar buyer at forty thousand, and they trade it in, and it brings two and three thousand? That's loss of value. That's loss. But you people don't realize we got to make, we got to pay Uncle Sam before we pay our car payment. So, you know, you're paying Uncle Sam, and then you're paying the car payment, and then that loss of aid, and then the interest, and it depends on the interest rate. So many people are buying from independent used car, large large billionaire, and I call them billionaire because they're billionaires that own these big used car operations. And, and you know, they're charging 18 to 20% interest, and people are not doing their homework. They're not looking at the contract. How important is the contract? You better go through every line and either cross through it or make sure that it's filled out. Because I'm going to tell you, there's some dealerships that's subject to, to fill out some figures on there that you'll be paying for the next 72 months. Is that fair? No, that's not fair. Is that taking advantage? Yes. And, and that's why Psalms 12 just opened my eyes and said, wow, that was written by David 3,000 years ago, and it's so true today, you know. And the, the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified, and like gold refined seven times. If we'll follow God's laws, we'll follow the Word, He'll give us the Holy Spirit, He'll open our eyes, we'll make better decisions, we'll understand what we're going through, and we'll walk away. 
uh, I've had several listeners this week say they got in a situation with a new car dealer and they had to walk away. And then I directed them in the right direction and they saw the difference. You know, there's there's times when you've got to pray about it, stand up on your own, understand what's going on, and walk away. We don't have to buy today. You don't have to. Hey, I had all these people, December to remember. You know what December to remember stands for? Remember the big profits. Remember the big bonuses. Remember all the big sales. And then January rolled around. Everybody said there ain't going to be. Hey, watch the ads. There's 12, 15, 14,000 off on a lot of new vehicles today. Even the big diesels that everybody's got to have is is three to 4,000 off. And they'll cut a deal in a heartbeat. I'm telling you. You know, you think December's the only month to buy? No. All year long, they're vying for your business. They're, they've got more new cars coming. I mean, the manufacturers are shipping them in left and right. And so don't worry about buying in December. Right now, in February, I mean, look at the television ads. Every ad is either a car ad or a politician, and the politicians lie more than the car dealers. Hey, you know, come think about Psalms 12 could fit the politicians, couldn't it? I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, Lord, it says, number one, help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race. Well, that's sure our elected officials. I guarantee you, they're not loyal to us because we put them in, just like the title loans, we put them in office and then they let people rob the poor. Charge 330% interest, and it's illegal in 27 states, but not in Texas. Hey, get me in office. I'm going to take care of you. Yeah, liar, liar, pants on fire. Man, they got us killed on in the insurance business. I mean, you know, give me a price on my car. I'm buying insurance for my truck, let's say. Give me a price. You're charging me for a year. Give me a price that'll, that you'll return my money in a year. Like if I've got a $30,000 truck and I'm paying $1,200, $2,000 a year for that, what will you pay me all year long if I, I lose my truck or somebody hits it? And also in Texas, our politicians have moused us around, and they let insurance companies not settle. In other states, if you're hit, your insurance company settles with you, and they go after the other insurance company. But not in Texas. Our senators and our House of Representatives, Jesse James in the old days looked good compared to them. They let the insurance companies have uh, trained assassins, which are, are claims adjusters, beat you up on the price of your car, what you're going to get. Hey, insurance company, let's step up to the plate. Let's do it right. Y'all want new business. Y'all want to do it right. Y'all talk about doing it right. There's one on, on I-10 that talks about doing it right, and they beat people up, and they got the best claims adjusters who beat you up. Let's do it right. Let's give you a figure worth all year, and let's go battle the other insurance companies and make it right. But, oh, no, we love you. Send us the money and do nothing. That's what the, that situation is. And that's that's another cost on our vehicle for our freedom. And I gotta have freedom. I gotta be able to go. I'm going to Bernie right after the show to pick up at that that '06 uh, uh, Mountaineer from these people that I bought a vehicle from them before, and they're faithful listeners. And hey, the good news about Psalms 12, we're going to finish it next week. I've got I've got a bunch more notes on 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 uh, Psalms 12. That will fit. Hello, Haywood. I hope you're feeling good today. And so uh, I've got a lot more filled up, but there is so much going on, and we got to open our eyes. we got to get the Holy Spirit to show us the way. You know, and that's what I've explained. You know, when I received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my vision, I used to look through the world like through a straw, like a tunnel. And when the Holy Spirit came into my life, I saw a vision. I had vision of 180 at least. I could see the market change where before I couldn't. I could see things happening that I couldn't see before. And the same way with you as a customer, when you walk into that dealership, if you have the Holy Spirit and you'll pray that Holy Spirit will help you, you'll see things that you can't see. You won't be in those traps. Follow the Word. Follow what God says in His Word that is written two, 3,000 years ago. It's still true today.
it is still true. And I want you to know it. I want you to use it. I want you to understand it. Because it is there for you. It is that opportunity. And if you want to use that opportunity, you can use it. If you don't want to use it, it's going to cost you. You're going to be in debtor's prison. Hey, pride, greed, and the Joneses used to try to keep up with me will cost you money. Pride will lose. You'll lose relationships. It'll cost you money. It, it'll mess up your thinking. And, you know, jealousy, somebody's got a new car and I don't have a new car. You know, I've got that buddy with a $130,000 Mercedes bought it. I guess now we're going on three years ago. He asked me if I was jealous. I said, yeah, I'm jealous. I don't have them payments like you got, you know, and he can afford it. There's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. Oh, man, he can afford it. But the problem is, hey, when he gets ready to sell that car in about a year from now with 100,000 miles on it and it's worth, you know, $15,000, how would you like to lose you know, $130,000, $40,000 on a vehicle. That's after-tax money. So, you know, I want you to get into the Word. Get into, the, you know, what the Lord talks about. I mean, take the selfishness out, the pride out, the greed out. You know, and let's do it right. Thank you, Carlos, for calling. And, hey, next week we're going to finish up on, on Psalms 12. It is so true today. Wow. Written so long ago. What was David thinking? What were they selling, camels and carts or what? To see the lying, you know, have we improved or are we going the wrong way? God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. I love you listeners all over the United States because Greg in Michigan and everywhere else and Herschel in, in, in Virginia. I've got so many listeners across the United States. God bless you. Let you be the best. I want you to be the best. Hey, be a mentor to somebody. Reach out to somebody and forgive everybody. Don't carry that baggage around with you. God bless you. I love you listeners. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.